0: I am Ambassador Mamukwe Nahaore South African Ambassador in Lisbon, Portugal. My journey thus far has been very exciting, but uh, as well as being very challenging in the sense that uh, it's uh, hard work. You have to promote your country, You have to do this uh, economic diplomacy, which is one of the main reasons besides the strengthening of the bilateral relations.
1: How would you summarize the visit of Deputy Minister Alvin Bortes here in Lisbon?
0: The Deputy Minister's visit is, as you know, uh, that uh, continuation of the strengthening of uh, the bilateral relations. And uh, we had quite a very good meeting. That uh, the, the the discussions uh, that we had are uh, taking the process forward. Remember, we do have what we call a matrix, uh, the different areas: uh, your science and technology, education, language, and uh, business. But the highlight of uh, this trip is the business. Uh, or investment uh, summit in, in Maia in Porto. That is the highlight of the Deputy Minister's visit for me. And he uh, got uh, such a positive and warm review. I've seen from the local press uh, the, the reviews that we got are very positive.
1: That's quite important. Why is that important that uh, we prioritize the... Um uh, the relations, about the engagement with the business community here in Lisbon, in, in Portugal.
0: Well, it's uh, because uh, one of our, as you know, one of our mandate is the economic diplomacy. Uh, we are promoting South Africa as uh, the best uh, investment destination. And uh, that is part of our job, to do that, to sell South Africa to, to use uh, uh, an informal language. <laughs> <laughs> the inputs in the, the summit were very positive from those companies that have already invested in South Africa. And uh, the issue of the, the, the electricity, the energy, is uh, I've uh, I've been dealing with it with uh, our investors. Uh, when I d- I do my rounds of uh, like s- sort of uh, follow-ups and servicing our investors, I I explain to them where we are at the moment, what what is the the country doing to resolve this issue. Because we had big companies like Sonai uh, that has invested heavily. They deal with the, the, the wood planes. And uh, they were saying, the last time I went to them, they said, you see, when we do uh, the, the, our work, we have a big machines, and if the electricity goes off, then the whole sheet of wood... Would be useless. Would have to clean the machines and so on. So, but then I talked to the municipality concerned in, in 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 White River that uh, how could you assist? So make sure that you communicate with the companies when we are going to have a load shedding, so that they should know when to do the uh, some of those huge. Uh, sheets of wood uh, that uh, they don't get uh, they don't suffer the, the, the damage and spoilage so they did that and I think so far the last uh, uh, feedback that I got from them was uh, they work closely with the, the municipality and they know when there's going to be uh, load shedding so that they should uh, work uh, smartly without uh, Uh, in carrying any more damage and losses.
1: Ambassador, that's really really good. Let me thank you so much for your work that you're doing here in Portugal and also just the work that you're doing for us as a country. We really applaud you for that.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks for your visit in Portugal and uh, seeing what South Africa is doing in Portugal.
1: And on the bilateral relations, uh, what sort of um, issues are you looking at? Opportunities here in in Portugal, but also Portuguese companies wanting to invest in South Africa.
0: As far as bilateral relations are concerned, they are becoming stronger. And uh, we had our first bilateral consultation in 2017 by senior officials, where the DG of uh, DERCO was was attending, then it was at that point that a decision was taken that uh, we should recommend to our governments that it should be taken to a higher level of uh, Deputy Minister's level. And that happened in 2019. We went to South Africa with the Secretary of State, uh, Ms. uh, ribeiro which is uh, an equivalent of uh, a deputy minister and deputy minister buertes uh, hosted the the bilateral consultation so then we've just had this one but besides that we worked uh, t- uh, together with the portuguese when the uh, the mozambican president was uh, inaugurated that uh, our two presidents should have uh, an aside meeting and indeed it happened though it was brief but uh, we, we achieved that mm-hmm. and at uh, the moment you are looking had it not been for the COVID pandemic we would have had a, a presidential visit of the Portuguese president in, to South Africa. And he has invited our president as well to come.
1: What is sort of interest in terms of the industry that Portuguese companies are looking at as far as South African market is concerned?
0: The areas are diverse. Uh, First of all, they're looking into manufacturing, then looking into energy. And uh, so far, the, 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 uh, the automotive sector Is one of the prominent ones.
1: So uh, let's look at um, the very much issues of regulatory framework in South Africa. What sort of assurance are we telling investors who want to invest in South Africa? the sort of question they always ask you about South African economy, is it on the power issues? Because we know that we're still facing the challenges with the power generation in South Africa. What sort of assurance and what sort of question are they asking you, Ambassador, in terms of assurance that their investment will be safe when you engage with the business community?
0: The questions are are very various and diverse. Uh, starting from uh, the crime level uh, to the safety of the investment economically, Uh, but uh, we always reassure them that uh, South Africa is a lucrative destination for business. They had an issue with the the BE part of it, but uh, We have already talked to them about that, explained uh, how this works, uh, and they do understand. And now the the main thing that we are talking about is the the free trade area agreement in Africa. Uh, That uh, it's uh, it's more of an opportunity for them that if they invest in South Africa, they will benefit from the free trade area and to get into the rest of Africa.
1: Definitely a gateway to, to, to the continent. Let's talk about you specifically, Your Excellency, in terms of um, the journey that you have traveled, being uh, as young as you are.
0: Well, the, the highlights for me is uh, there are two things. The strengthening of the relationship that we have already seen, and the economic uh, spin-off that uh, since I came here, we, we have managed to, to narrow the gap uh, on the trade balance. Uh, that, uh, that is one of the highlights. And uh, in, in 2020, 2021, despite the pandemic, we exceeded our target. Uh, that was uh, one of the, 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 the highlights, the good things, the hard work that uh, the embassy has put into these efforts. And uh, we are gradually growing and uh, it's increasing. More companies are becoming interested in coming into South Africa. And somewhere there in the Presidential inv- Investment Summit since 2019. And uh, that is another platform that generates interest for investment into South Africa.
1: Let's talk about how COVID-19 impacted your work. Everywhere in the world, South Africans wanted to come home because now life became difficult with all the lockdowns because every country had to put restrictions as well. The amount of work you also had to do to repatriate South Africans from who are standing here in Portugal and other neighboring European countries working hand-in-hand with other ambassadors as well.
0: That was uh, a really tough one and uh, a nightmare to say the least. Because uh, there's the the cruise liners, people go on holiday, and most of those people who take uh, the cruise liner packages are mature people like uh, uh, pensioners. So it was difficult, but uh, we, with the the support of the consular service in our department and the other. Uh, embassies, uh, like we worked with uh, Germany, we we shared information, we worked uh, with uh, Spain, we shared information, then we were able to repatriate people, and with the the ones that were on the cruise liner, we had uh, to do, I did a serious intervention with the highest uh, person, the chairman, of their board. this was a very very challenging uh, moment uh, for for the world and we worked with the british embassy as well we had a good relations with them in trying to get some visas for some of the stranded people who were in transit to go to get their flight uh, through uh, london and that was uh, really a good cooperation of the the whole world. Do you know, it was interesting that uh, somebody was stranded in Morocco, and somebody in South Africa called me, said, I have my family in Morocco stranded, how could you help? I said, no, you have an embassy in Morocco. We should uh, communicate with uh, our embassy. Then I communicate with the consular services, and uh, we, we communicated with oh, with the embassy as well uh, to say we ha- you have people there and uh, indeed those people received uh, assistance from both the uh, our embassy in Morocco and the consular service I must say the, the consular service was fantastic they were there like 24/7.
1: tell me about your family back in South Africa.
0: Well, my family is uh, there in South Africa uh, I'm only with my partner here. Uh, the kids are the grown up, they are doing their, their own things. Uh, so they will visit us uh, and when they, they have time permits. But this weekend I'm receiving uh, my sister and two cousins and a husband. They, they just into, they want to take a break and, and they thought of Portugal and they will go to Spain as well.